0: All right, let's do this thing. It is Thursday, March eighteenth. Welcome, everyone. Look at this. We got, we got. I love how we always get the graphics just kind of hype the whole crowd up. This is great. We got the guest uh, crew just rolling along here. I love, I love how we're just finally we're getting, we're getting cool here, guys. With a lot of guests. We, and finally, we have the great Lynn Peterson joining us here in the studio. This is great. So, finally, the we got, we got, this is, I am so excited for this interview, guys. We've been, we've been talking about this one for a while, Lynn. So, thank you so much for joining us.
1: No problem, guys. It's great to, great to be here. Great to see you guys. Great to meet some of you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we've got the great Chad Ketcher and Zach Rothenberg. I'm Karen McCauley taking you into another Thursday night here. You know, And we're finally, we're getting, I mean, it doesn't look like it with the weather here in the Northeast, but we're, we're kind of getting closer to spring, right? The Phillies are about to come back home. Will you got some work uh, to do in the, in the MLB circuits in a little bit?
1: Absolutely. We start getting COVID tested for that a week.
0: <laughs> oh my God. All right. So to that point, we'll jump into all that. So a little, well, that's why I'll let you do, I'll, I'll hype you up, but I know you can speak better to everything you do. I'll almost paint a picture of how you know, like the first thought I had, just you know, I mean, we obviously went to college and we're in the sports circuits at Temple, athletics, i Rock, rocking the, the the Temple Athletics stuff for you. Um, but you know, obviously in the college circuits, right? We 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 met uh, in the athletic halls. But I remember I'm watching a Phillies game like a summer or two ago, I think, maybe this past summer, and I am like, wait a minute, that's that's Lydia, <laughs> that's definitely who she's on, on TV. And I remember mentioning, I was like, wait a minute, my friend, she like from college, she's wait, she's definitely like involved with like that MLB replay review, and you know, I took a look at your LinkedIn, and I was like, "Oh my God!" So, you are very much, and it's not just baseball. But so, you are a video replay technician for MLB. You're a senior content correspondent for the NFL. You work in the NHL circuits, uh, the NBA circuits, the college circuits. You're all over the place. So, I that's my that's my hype. I, I'm not the best yeah, hype right. for me, I admit. These I guys
1: mean, yeah, yeah, i <laughs> I feel like I could take you with me. So you can introduce me everywhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah just to speak to that a little bit um yeah we met in college we just played basketball all the time did we not just hoop every oh like my up?
0: god it was so much fun back in the old trainer's room i feel like we'd have all those conversations and stuff
1: absolutely and um, you had a wicked three even though you're a big man like, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a long time ago guys <laughs> a long time ago
1: don't let anybody tell you that he can't shoot You can shoot <laughs> Um, but, I mean, out of out of college, I just started getting into the video work. I started with the Phillies, and I met some folks there that brought me over to the, um, the Wells Fargo Center where I started working with the um, Sixers and Flyers, doing, like, you know, making sure the, the TVs were working, doing some audiovisual stuff, like running microphones around, um, mixing post-game press conferences, um, which got really fun when um, you have, like, Kawhi Leonard, and Kyle Lowry playing, in the Raptors and the Sixers going back and forth like that was like a fun time. Um, from there, um, I started working with a company that does uh, that puts on broadcasts. Um, they basically take do like uh, contractual work with like your ESPNs, your CB, you know, CBSs, your ABCs, NBCs, um, and they'll they'll have a group of local folks uh, work with people from national, you know, like the national broadcast, and we'll go into an arena. Um, And since, you know, I work in Philly, so it's mostly the Philly arenas, um, we'll go into an arena like Citizens Bank or Wells Fargo or the Lincoln Financial Field, and we will put on uh, a broadcast, building cameras, building sets, you know, that sort of thing, lighting. Um, So, yeah, I've been kind of working around my way, getting picked up by the Eagles to do some stuff with them, by the NFL, shooting some stuff for social with them. Um, yeah, that's
2: kind of where I'm at. So, I got a question, um, because I know a lot of people love sports and want to work in sports, but it's, like, very hard to find the jobs in specific, you know, for teams or or whatnot. Um, So, do you have any tips or, you know, ways to go about an easier route to, to work with some of these professional teams?
1: Um, I think people say this all the time, but you really do have to know someone. Yeah. You got to know someone. You have to cultivate that relationship. Um, and you have to go out of your way to network with people who are already doing the stuff that you want to do. Um, that's kind of how it worked for me. I was playing and I saw a camera guy and I was like, I'm on the sideline, I was like, I want to do what you do. Can we talk? And yeah. he brought me onto the World Fargo Center to shadow the Sixers game. I'm sitting on the floor like, whoa this is a wild experience just and that's kind of how I got into it like I met that guy and he and finally when something opened for the Phillies he was like you know something's open I can recommend you and then that's but you know there's a level of persistence and confidence you have to have to be like I can do this job someone just give me a shot so I would yeah. say you know confidence and knowing someone and cultivating that relationship being a good person nobody wants to work around someone who's not fun yeah
2: yeah. I mean, that's that's a. I mean, it's a big hurdle for a lot of people. So it's. I mean, it really shows testament to yourself that you're able to, to you know, voice your opinion and, and say that it's something that you want to do. So it's and your like,
0: work ethic. Oh yeah.
2: my God!
0: I mean, so except when you were a walk on a Temple, and that, I mean, that just translates right to the. I mean, out into the real world. I mean, just that grinding grit you have.
1: Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. The walk on experience was. Uh one
2: one of our big things about interviewing people is it turns into a little bit of a hype house so you're, you're probably just going to continue to get hyped up throughout the rest of this interview oh yeah it's are very, very positive <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not happening at all
3: <laughs> so, so when you're pretty well versed in different sports and different networks you've worked with what would you say is, like, is your favorite sport that you get to be around
1: football yeah. Like without without like I play basketball and I love basketball, but football. <laughs> like there's nothing there's nothing about there's just something about that atmosphere. Like it's just different. It's different.
3: The intensity, I'm sure, is just incredible. Yeah. And you're and you're on the field, right? Or, or close to it, so you're like yeah, in heat of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um
1: what was it last last season when there were still people? Or that wasn't last season. It's hard to think of last year. <laughs>
2: No. we do the yeah. same thing all the time now it's it's crazy yeah.
1: right the year when they were uh still people that season i actually got to be in the eagles tunnel as they run out and it was like my first time doing that and i was just like this is sick like, there's just there's no <laughs> there's no way around it like they're in the tunnel they're coming out like it it's just it's wild
0: it you know, it's funny because that's one of the questions. We have a live chat, too, in our, in our podcast. Actually, that's a little curveball for you. Um, but, and, and that was one of the questions we had, too, is just what was your favorite sport to cover? And, and I guess w- when you're looking at the NFL, is also some of that because of just, like, the intensity of, like, the meaning of each game, how there's less games, obviously, 16 of them for each team, how they, they mean so much, whether it's there's fans in the stands, no fans, just that intensity behind it.
1: Yeah, that's something that I think baseball certainly doesn't have. Um, uh, with basketball, I feel like you can, you can find it a little more because there aren't quite as many games, um, as, as baseball. Um, but there's, every game is important, you know, for, for, for basketball, all you have to do is make it to the playoffs. And that's kind of when you turn that switch, but like, yeah, for sure. The intensity about every game, you can hear it, like you can hear you can hear it in the fans, like every part, and especially the Philadelphia fans, they're like they're something else, like Philadelphia <laughs> Like every part they're expecting excellence, hustle, drive, like, you know, they they want the, the most excellent performance all the time.
3: So you talk about intensity, how like during the pandemic when there's no fans, like do you hear more of that like from from the players, or is it kind of just is it lacking during pandemic environment?
1: I mean mm, I haven't really asked any players about that specifically, but I feel like I feel like with even with I think well, I'll say this. The stadiums did a good job of pumping in crowd noise. Like they did do a good job of that. Um, especially I would say for football. Um, for baseball it's kind of like a low hum. <laughs> like yeah. people aren't really tired <laughs> of to- <they're laughs> baseball so, um, for football, I feel like they tried their best. Nothing matches the intensity of a crowd. And they did get a couple games in front of fans. They had, you know, as limited as it was. I think they had two games where they were fans. And I know they had away games where they were fans, especially when they played Dallas, because as we know,
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dallas is terrible. <laughs> I um, but, yeah, I think, I think it, it was missed. It was missed. Maybe not by people who were working, but (laughs) the fans' energy was certainly missed.
0: What, do You have something? no you're good. Go ahead. Well, no, it's funny. To that point, I, I'm like sitting here, and I actually wrote in my notes. I have a thousand questions about MLB replay review. But but seriously, I feel like that's a that's a world that, like, it's funny when I when I saw you on TV, I thought, wow, that's such a unique spot to be in because you're a part of the entire replay process. You don't actually have to make the call on that. You're not the actual judge. It's almost like being on the jury, but like the, you just no. you're like the person typing up, you know, in the courtroom or like the sketch artist in the courtroom that's like drawing the jury and stuff. That's pretty cool. Cause you get to hear all the details and you're right there for all of it, but you have no pressure of like, actually having to live with like a guilty verdict or an innocent, you know, like all that. So it's it's, it's like the best of both worlds. So. I guess I'll ask you the generic question first, but like, paint me a picture of what it's like. You're putting the headset on, right? You're going through the whole, like, the whole get up, and, and like, what it's like just to, to see a play under review, and like, what also goes into that entire process that people might not know about.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, so we get there really early, and during the pandemic, we I think we had to be at games like six hours before game time. So it's just a lot of prep. About making sure this stuff works because it's like very specific stuff.
0: Um, so the first thing with the technology here that's always crashing is you know, oh, know oh, it, oh, nothing's changed since you know college math finals class. <laughs>
1: yeah, nothing has. <laughs> <laughs> um, so part of what we, you know what we do it's usually a team of three of us, um, and we're coordinating back between you know the trucks that help produce a game and you know the camera and the actual equipment and then my equipment as well um we do twofold it's like twofold part of a job that we do one part of the job is to connect the ballpark to the replay center now it's it's like things that you might not be thinking about but like the clocks are really important because like folks need to know like between at-bats you know how long they're supposed to be taking how you know how to between you know when the picture was coming out of the bullpen and so like we have to make sure that those clocks are all like all the data is sent back then we have a backup to whatever like if if my stuff ever crashes we got a backup that we have to check and then there's some stuff logistically about making sure that all of the cameras are in sync because if you get a replay and you know you see someone's hand but it's like two seconds later; they all have to be in sync, otherwise the replay doesn't work. Um, so there's certain connectivity stuff that we have to do, you know, prior to any game stuff. But you know, once we get all the equipment up, I have to call in and say, "Hey guys, you know, to caucus, whoever's there, um, are you You know, just we call it faxing. We fax out your equipment just figure so make sure everything works. Um, and then a lot of times, I'm sitting at a game. I
2: was just like, I'm just here. So you do that moment. Yeah. No! Not city. That's leading right up to my next question, but keep going here. No, 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 tell me what you're present. I'll make sure I get it. Well, I'm just I'm just wondering with like the fan base in Philly, like when you're just sitting there and it's like two, three minutes into a replay, which is not that long in the grand scheme of things, but – so when you're sitting there waiting for a call, it's the longest time on earth. Um, oh, so in those moments, you just sitting there like, God, please just finish this up. Like, make the call, or like, how does that go?
1: Yeah, I, honestly, Nobody wants you out there. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> want you out there. The referees are, the ump's are pissed because they're like, why would you question our call? <laughs> 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 the, are, the fans are impatient. Just oh, already. They start booing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's a lot, but even, even like, even like, just like when a, when a questionable play happens, I'm looking, I'm looking, <laughs> at the I'm looking and to see if someone's like, <laughs> I gotta get up, but I'm like trying not to trip over anything, and then we have rules about what we're allowed to do once we're out there. We can't fidget, we can't smile, we can't give oh. any have to be super, super emotional. <laughs> 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 like, like, Don't like, oh, do that you know, job. they have rules and rules about it. Um, so, uh, you know, umpires will pick on you sometimes to, like, try and get you to smile or talk and you're not supposed to do those things. Um, and a lot of times players will, too. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, I had, it was something I had with uh, JT Remuto, obviously the catcher, because he's the closest. He's going to be the closest. Oh, yes. Yep uh she was <laughs> on me we doing it. Don't come out of here. Come no, go back, come back. <laughs> Just like we come on, we know what happened We don't want to sell off an hour looking at this. Like, what is there to look at? Just come on. You know, when <laughs> first, like, you know, warm it up right next to your ear, you're just like, Whoa, like don't don't miss the ball. Like, make <laughs> sure you can So um I
4: mean
1: <laughs> There's a little bit to it, but I mean, you can al- you can sometimes hear even what the call is coming back as as they're hearing it. Like you, can, if, you know, if I turn it up, I can hear it too. Um, and a lot of times when we have fans, they have to be pretty loud um, just in case you know you know the umpires can't hear it. So I can hear calls as they're coming back. but like, and sometimes they take a long time to review. So <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what the and I try to hide sometimes. I try to hide behind him. He's because I know where the cameras are. But um, that's kind of what the process is like behind those uh, those replays. I, so it's I
2: feel like I feel like after like even after we're done with COVID, you should just rock the mask so no one knows what you're what you're thinking or saying. Like, I
4: feel like that's a good <laughs> thing. <Right>, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, It's funny too because I wanted to hide this question to the end because I'm like, this is such a fun question to ask you, Lynn. But I, you know, I have to break it out now. I pulled the picture up earlier. You're next to Cowboy Joe West. He's okay. that's that's part of the that's part of the gig. So what? Paint, paint a picture for me what what it's like working with him, and because and, and it's funny because I won't lie, right? We chatted a minute or two about this before we jumped on the show and how you're you're just it's funny. So I will just make it the generic answer. Um, you were saying he's a nice guy, right? Like that? Like it's yeah. maybe he's not the stereotype that you know people say is the villain of baseball, if you will. Yeah,
1: yeah. People people talk about him like that, but I mean. He is pretty cool. He's, he loves baseball. Like, he, like, if you, if there's a fan of baseball, like, he loves baseball. So, like, he's just out there mostly to have fun. I mean, he's out there mostly to have fun. So, he's just doing his thing. <laughs> um, I've seen him do some, like, just controversial calls. I haven't seen him fight with anybody. But, but, um, I've seen him throw coaches out, I believe. Um, but oh, was, the guy um, from uh,
2: the Nationals was what? In the, <laughs> it was someone in the press box or something, Chad? Oh yeah, from the <laughs> yeah. That was that was probably the greatest moment in Joe West's career, throwing a general manager out of a game from his own press box. Probably not wow. wearing a mask or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, he should. He absolutely should. Go <laughs> walk by, you know, when they're coming out of the tunnel he walk by and he'll be like, all right, don't, don't want to talk to you tonight. All right, just mm-hmm. stay there. I'll take care of it." I'll talk to you tonight. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> you know, got, it's point, you know? You want to call a name as good as you can so that I don't have to come out there, right?
3: So, yeah. so has there ever been like a pivotal call where you're just like, you're out there and you're just like, wow, and then they make the call and you completely disagree with it. You're like in your head, you're like, how did you miss that? Has there ever been a call like that that you've been a part of? Such a good question.
1: <laughs> mm.
3: if you can't say I understand.
1: <laughs> well the thing is I'm sure I have I feel like I just can't remember.
3: It probably happens semi often I would think maybe it, probably, as fans, yeah. at least it does in our, in our lens.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah but it pro- I, I feel like I can't remember. I remember one I can tell you one good call story. I just it was really awkward and it happened at City field. I can't remember the exact play. So like, I scored a game. So like, I, I can't remember. It was like, I think it was like a, a one three four. Like supposed to be a double play, wasn't. Um, but three, they called it, they it because of scoring. <laughs>
2: No, that's, no, I'm just like, that's, that's just a good, that's a double play. Oh contact. yeah, Chad played college baseball, so he's kind of just amazed by the X and O's of the
1: matter. But <laughs> I, yeah, I, I score the plays every, like, every game I got to the first spot, I to grab a score card and score it while I'm sitting there. It helps with the, it helps with the, the replay stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so, it was City Field, and I think they were playing the Pirates, and it was going into the, se- we're spo- like, we're supposed to be going into the seventh inning stretch, um, they call. They they did the call. It was supposed to be double play. I think the inning was supposed to be over. Um, During the break, they're singing. I don't know if it was. see you know how they do like. Um, the seventh
0: inning stretch thing. No, yeah, the seventh inning stretch. They're singing. They're singing Let's the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the
1: whole song. Then they call me out hmm. of hmm. my little hiding spot, and 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 <laughs> on the third base side and you have to like climb under and then over to get onto the field. So we're gonna set up in New York. But um so they call me out and then they overturn a play and they have to come back out. <laughs> so they come back out, they finish, and then everyone has to sing the song again.
2: Again. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>
1: like, oh <laughs> this year like people get out like, oh this again <laughs> 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 so I feel like that's probably what, I mean that has nothing to do with the controversial call, but I feel like that was one of the more bizarre no, that's a
0: good story. <laughs> Well, I was gonna say to to piggyback off of what Zach was gonna Zach's question was there ever a call where you're looking around like this could be history like if this goes one where, like you just know that however this swings like that it's gonna make headlines tomorrow like whether in any and, and you know even if it wasn't just baseball just any of the games you've been around up close were just like oh my god like I am gonna be telling people about this one for a minute
1: <laughs> um not for baseball not because the the Phillies in the years that I've been working there, just haven't been, you know, haven't yeah. been over, right? um, But I would say that I've been around, I've been around some pretty historic moments, I guess. One I can think of recent um, was I was working for ESPN. I was a part of the crew that was doing the jump, you know, you know yeah. the jump. And um, we were setting everything up on the field, and there was this moment where we had to, this has nothing to do with the story, but I'm going to say it anyway. There was a moment where we had to drag the desk out onto the court, and it was heavy, and we needed, like, 12 people. And, like, it made no sense for, like, the space that we were supposed to be doing. Anyways, um, so that was the, d- the day that they were there was the day that LeBron was passing Kobe in points. Wow. I'm wow. at this game. And, you know, LeBron and Ben Simmons are going back and forth. Uh, the Lakers weren't doing too well. I think they lost. But everyone was just buzz about, like, what's going on with, you know, him passing Kobe. And I remember coming in the next day to find out that Kobe was dead. And so I was in the same spot. But I just remember being, like, I remember yesterday so specifically. And Kobe was everything that anyone could, you know, talk about. And it's Philly. Like, Kobe – Half of us expected him to be there, you know. So um, that was the moment where I was like, everything just feels so surreal. Like it's sports, but we were, we were there, you know. We mm-hmm. were watching it. Like his last tweet was to LeBron, who I was standing by, you know. Like it's just that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. like, so that that's one moment that I would say for sure is like a it just has a has a, a hold. When I want to think of like historic sports moments, that. So, I mean, I've been around for other historic sports moments, but, like, you know, that's probably one of my top.
0: Well, I'll, I'll spin it in a, in a funny direction real quick. Unless, did you guys have something?
2: I was just going to go to the chat, so you go ahead. I, I can. Go All right, that quick,
0: before we jump into the chat, so you mentioned LeBron. Do you remember back in college when – well, obviously, they still do it, I think, at Temple. When they've got the new facility and they put the, the NBA court dimensions, do you remember when the Heat came? Yes! And, and they, yes. they wouldn't let anyone in. Like It wasn't yes. just the Heat. It was LeBron James' bodyguards we wouldn't let any of like, the players or coaches except like our yes. head coaches in the facility.
1: Yes. I was so pissed. because yeah, I think we
2: saw each other. I think we were trying yes. to play at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so pissed? James was like, oh, I need my shoes from the locker room. No, 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 sir. <laughs> 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 That's on Blaine.
1: That that well, He's I remember second. seeing Dwight doing a layup,
0: like just through the glass, like through the weight room, and just thinking, like, oh, oh, "Oh
1: God, my God. <laughs> like, there they are." He's my, he's my favorite player. So I was pissed. I missed it more than anything. Oh we
0: my! Definitely together at that I never forget because we went back down the elevator, just like,
1: "Damn it!" <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> was
0: oh my God, that was. That you know, was
1: speaking of LeBron, I got a good LeBron story.
0: Oh, all right. Yes, now now I'm here I got for.
1: I love your LeBron story. It was it was you know Sixers Cavs back when he was playing on the Cavs, and it was a Sunday in like November like football seasons in swing. Kyrie is on the Cavs as well at this time, and um, we go in the locker room post game. I think they beat the Sixers. I think Um, (laughs) at that time, yeah, I think, and um, they had. I guess they had ESPN on or something like that. But it was the same day that the Giants were playing the Browns. And OBJ had caught this touchdown and proceeded to do the LeBron. Do you remember this? I feel exactly remember this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) And I
4: was
1: standing in the locker room and LeBron's getting dressed and doing interviews. And Kyrie goes, yo. Yo, bro, look at this, look at this. So in real time, I'm watching LeBron's reaction to OBJ doing his move. And he's just like, bro, that am wild. Like, that's so cool. Like, he's just like, dude, OBJ, that guy. You're probably <laughs> like, like one of the only ones
3: who could tell that story. So that's so cool. That's such a cool story.
1: And I just remember Kyrie being like, yo, check this out. <laughs> it was just like, like a full circle moment, I
4: suppose.
3: Exactly, the- yeah.
0: That's so cool. I was gonna say, like, what's it? I mean, are you at a point now where you just kind of step back and you're just like, this is normal. Like, this is my normal life, just being. I mean, right? Like, I mean, obviously, I guess we got a taste of it a little bit of Temple with with some NBA people coming in, you know, in and out of the facility and stuff like that. But I mean, now it's just like you're just in and out. It's like coworkers now.
1: Whoa! do so. I mean, the whole idea is to not be so like. It's just it's about being professional. Right. so it's not like I'm walking up to players like, "Hey, like how are you how did you score it? you know like um I'm trying to I'm actually trying to maintain my distance and my professionalism. I'm not like, you know, so it's just it's just one of those things where I mean there's a recognition of like this is a cool position or like we get to be this close, but you never wanna like go beyond your <laughs> you want go beyond your access. um I will say I have done it once. And it was with Dwayne Wade I gotta yeah, tell. That's why I only really <laughs> crossed the line play But, you know, you know, for fear of get in trouble, that's it. That's my only person.
0: Well and there's a great question too in the chat, they're asking how many days a week do you work?
1: Um, so oh, usually it depends on the season. So like during baseball, if there's a ten day what do they call it? Home stretch. Homestand, home- yeah. Homesale, there days is. I'm getting um, If there's a ten-day I'll probably work ten days straight, right? And then I'll have like a week off, maybe. Um, and then in between, you know, maybe doing some other stuff, some other like other coverage of other sports that are happening at the time. Um, basketball and hockey is usually about three or four events a week, so I work three or four events and then and then you know take the days off where there are no events. Um, you know. It, it, it all finds a way to balance itself out where, like, I'm generally, I've making, not speaking of the COVID year, but, like, I'm generally making enough to be okay, you know, or to be good.
0: Definitely. Well, and it's, I was thinking about, it too, I, I was looking at the one picture you sent me with Bruce Willis. Like, so you're coming across all sorts of celebrities, even just non-athlete ones. So, do you have any cool non-athlete celebrity stories that you come across in your line of work?
1: Uh, Bruce Willis was cool. He was, he was really cool. I didn't know he was a Phillies fan, but I guess he's really.
0: Right. I, he I really it. I didn't know he was either. I mean not, not that I'm not calling you out for not knowing that.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't know at all. Like it could have been it could have a lot of ways, all right? Your Jersey's there, you could have done the New York. Yeah, draft. exactly. <laughs> okay.
0: No, I totally agree. <laughs> so,
1: I feel like when a state doesn't have a team, we just get a license to pick whoever you feel comfortable <laughs> Um as far as uh non non athlete celebrities. Um, I I enjoyed uh, being present at the game where Kevin Hart was harassing Dwayne Wade, and then Dwayne Wade went off for like 30, 40 points in the playoffs versus the Sixers. Yeah, that, uh, the one
2: game in that series that we lost was, was yeah, Kevin was Hart. It was his game two? Yep, <laughs> it two right? was, yeah, it was.
1: Right. Yep, yep, yep. Thing, that game, I was sitting directly, I don't know how it happened, but I was sitting court side, right next to the ESPN booth, like, right next to, like, just court side, like, right on the side, like, right at the half court line, it was very odd. So I remember having, like, a, I have, like, this video of, like, going back and forth between mm-hmm. Kevin Hart and <laughs> Kevin Hart, um, there's been some, there's been some little dicky moments, there's been some meek more I'm making moments.
0: Uh, yeah, you
1: can write a book <laughs> about that, I'm sure. Even <laughs> um, some Gucci Mane moments. Uh, um, even some um, on the fairy on the side, Carly Lloyd. She was, she was cool. She was fun to meet. Um, yeah,
2: what, about, what, some...
1: about, what about Kendall? I did not. I, did not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly stayed away. I stayed
2: good, away. good. So, I, I, everyone should stay away.
1: Yeah. I but I did I did I did I did talk to Smash A. Okay. Okay. She was nice. She was very sweet. Really? Yeah, she was really sweet. That's she really was, cool. Like, she would talk to fans and stuff. she was she was really nice. So That's it, awesome.
2: Here's an interesting question that I, this actually just came to me. I didn't even have this one written down. Um so the Sixers in game host, I guess that's what it's it's called, is Christian Crosby. Yeah. Um, now, I didn't realize this until um, the All-Star game this year. He's made, like, multiple All-Star appearances as the in-game yep. host for the All-Star game. So, I guess having a guy that's, like, the best in the business, like, do you think that plays into how the crowd reacts at certain moments, or do you think it's just the Philly, the Philly fan base?
1: Mm. I would say Christian is really good at his job.
2: Yeah, yeah, really yeah. I've I've always liked, you know, down at the stadium. He's he's great with what he does, but I just seeing the recognition kind of made that 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 question come to my mind. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think he's really good at his job. I, I this is a weird comparison, but I feel like it's similar to like Gritty or like yeah. the Phanatic or like they <laughs> chosen to do All Star games because he's the best at what he does, and so like. Um, it's kind of similar with Christian. I mean, like, he's got his, like, staple in the fourth quarter. This is our house. And this is, you know, he, he has his own, like, staple thing. But, um, he's really, he's come a long way. He used to be a part of the, like, dunk squad. And he's worked his way up. Um, so I would say, if it plays into the, the crowd, I mean, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does.
2: I mean, at this point, he's he's part of like the staple, like you said, of like the like the Philadelphia like fan base, or I mean, yeah. at least the Sixers. Like you, yeah, know when you go know
1: the Sixers game, it's part of the experience. He's part of the experience.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: yeah, Absolutely. And he's he's not squandering that opportunity. Like he's doing, he's like got music out now that they play pregame. Um, oh, wow. He's, yeah. Like, he's he's doing the mostest. He's doing
2: great. Nice.
0: By the way, Zach, just a little fun fact. So, we posted picks, you know, predictions, if you will, of uh, who's going to win the playing games tonight, March Madness, and, on the men's side. And I had Mount St. Mary's in the first game at five twenty-five. They uh, they ran out of gas about three fourths of the way through the game, and they did not win. They lost. Um, they, did, they did not. Yeah.
2: They did oh not no, that's show. bad. That's bad news for for our good friend of the show, Fitz.
0: Uh-oh. How, the, how bad the, news can it be? <laughs> well, he
2: we, we were very high on a team, uh, actually, St. Mary's last night. Not Near, sure. Well, they also lost, so he's now losing two times the money because he bet on Mount St. Mary's by accident and then realized that Mount St. Mary's plays today, so we bet on St. Mary's, and then now he lost. He's losing that bet twice. Oh, that's, yeah. that's not good. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. i'm actually trying to take a look of course i can't like reach my remote i want to see what the score is in that uh drake tall, tall states in the, in the american conference but at uh, that point i want to see what the score is in that game of course just come on update the score one more time okay never mind but anyway at that point let me let me ask you this. so i saw two one of the videos i loved was uh when you were at the link uh for the winter Classic, or i guess it wasn't the winter classic it was like that stadium series when the that when the flyers played the penguins yeah, it was. What was yeah. that like, just seeing a rink out there? And I'm sure just going through the whole process and seeing the construction of, like, the rink, like, an outdoor facility and stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, that also was a, a cooler story for me because that was actually the first time that I was on camera at the link. Right? Yeah. So they put me on the game camera at the rink. Um, and we were... We were working with NBC that night, which is, is a little bit odd because normally, you know, you know, the in-house production just sort of, you know, shoots for the big bird type thing. But our cameras were going to NBC because of, I believe it was the, Cur- the Keith Urban bit of the show. We were going to the or something to open that up. Um, and so I, I was really excited to work that event because, like some of my bosses over at the Wells Fargo Center were over at the link and they were seeing me in a different role, you know, so I wasn't just doing certain things, I, I was on camera now um, and entrusted to kind of one of the most important cameras, it's like the main camera like, with, the, with the action um, I was a little worried because with it being my first time at all, it's at night you're about 20, 30 feet further away from a tiny little puck that you would be, like, in the West Farmer Center. You're closer. Um, I was just worried that I wasn't going to be able to keep up. <laughs> I was like, hockey moves fast. These guys are professionals. Like, how am I going to do it?
0: Oh, well, and and just to chime in, my dad, I remember, he played hockey, and we used to talk about that because it was one of those things as a kid I would say, like, oh, I wish I could go to the Winter Classic or one of those outdoor games. And he used to say, it's so hard to, like, watch the puck, and he would even say it's got to be impossible for the broadcasters to try to have a good angle. And and to that point, it's almost like golf as a camera person just trying to track the puck like you were saying. I can't even imagine how hard that is.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it it was tough, but we were like, you're going to do good. And And honestly, that's how a lot of people in broadcasting, react like just throw in fire you'll be fine and that's just how you learn um so that was my first <laughs> time yeah yeah that was my first time this the Winter classic um and it was it was freezing <laughs> it was cold <laughs> i remember it was cold it was supposed to rain a little bit which i think it did um gritty jumped off the roof at the <laughs> <lake>. <laughs> it, was it was a lot going on but it was a lot of fun i just remember like some of the broadcast folks got to put on skates afterward and just go skate on the ice. I did not bring my skates, and I also wouldn't want to embarrass myself like that. But you know, it was just—it was a fun experience, I'd say for sure.
2: Yeah, and that's that's uh, probably one of Doc's last big calls for the Flyers. Was that game? Yeah, because that was the I was the overtime game with the with the Pens. And yeah,
0: when when Claude drew showed. Being
4: a captain for for once. I feel
2: some type of way there, Lid, with the Flyers. (laughs) I can believe it. It's all right. They've now gone four periods without goal, Kieran. Oh, yeah. That's right. They're
1: playing tonight.
0: That's, yeah. Yep, yep. Loosely speaking. I was going to say, speaking of their neighbors across the street, Chad, the way I love Aaron Rodgers, Lid, is probably the way that Chad loves Bryce Harper. And the fact that's why I pulled this photo up, like right when we started the stream earlier tonight, the fact that you're, let's say, three feet from him, mm-hmm. I this picture got pulled up. That's like Chad's probably like, that's like, you know, Ponce de Leon was trying to find the fountain of youth. Like, that's kind of like what, you know, Chad would probably be looking for, like in his in his lifetime mission. So like, paint what, what, a picture, if you will, and just describe what it was like, just, you know, especially now. I mean, because you were saying when we were talking before, right, that that was when he was on the Nationals when the picture
1: was taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the other half of uh, my job with MLB is that I help with the live shots that they have. So um, MLB Network will have programming throughout the day. Sometimes they'll bring in players or coaches or commentators or you know writers, however. Um, and there's just there's just programming that's happening like all day on MLB. Um, Some of it's, like, fun and silly, and some of it's, like, you know, more serious. Um, But the ballpark cameras that we work with, you know, we set up those shots. We, you know... The player comes over. We clip on. We clip on the mic. Hey, just run this up your shirt. Blah blah blah. You know. You know how we were taught. We do oh that. Oh my god. We set up the mic. Um, Medium production. 101. and one. came in, it, in, it, in handy. We set up our lights. Um we oh, set the, lights, what
0: was it? The white, white balance with the with the camera here. What, what exactly.
1: It. It is, <laughs> all of that stuff. Um, so, but you know, it could be whoever's visiting. It could be. It doesn't even necessarily have to be the home team. It could be anybody who's visiting. in this particular time was you know the nationals were in town and they had asked for Bruce harper to come on and talk and it was raining and so i had hoisted myself onto this uh what is it called again i'm forgetting the word but i hoisted myself up and i like have this umbrella held on top of him and i think we didn't have the sandbags to make sure that the wind didn't blow away so i had to stand on it and someone from um the MLB Network took a picture and was like, you are literally hanging up to this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the doesn't move and hit this player in the head. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, yeah anything for the job. Um, so, yeah, we've had some cool interviews that we've done that way. Um, I got to interview um, George Rolardi when he first came in town. It was like, he came out to me. I was the only one there. And I was like, all right, let me set you up for this interview. And let, let's do your first interview mm-hmm. as as, you know, manager. Um, so, like, I've, had, I've got to be able to do some really cool stuff with some of the interviews. We Alonzo, we've interviewed. Just some cool, just some really cool ones.
0: And, and uh, let me ask this. So, look at the chat. So, Joe had a good question. So, he jumped in late. So, and I know we talked um, a little bit earlier in the show, a little bit, like, what's the most intense uh, call you've had to go through and stuff like that. And I guess you were saying there hasn't really been, like, that moment where you, like, really felt the gulp, like, you know pressure down your neck kind of feeling but, but let me ask you this I, I'll, I'll kind of spin off of that question as a fan I mean you're a Philly sports fan is there like how do you kind of get that conscience that, like in, in place where like you're sitting there just like please overturn it like if it's like for the Philly like, or something or, like any of your teams right like is that hard to shut that off or is it like you're at work you can just kind of flip like that into like work mode
1: yeah I mean I so sometimes in the heat of the moment I don't even know which call they made. <laughs> like, sometimes <laughs> I go like, it's funny, get back to the seat. Don't trip on camera. That'd be bad. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, but, but, yes, I'm always rooting for the Phillies. Again, I'm not supposed to do that, even from where I'm sitting. So, like, when something good happens, like, you, you guys, I don't know if you guys watch, you know, Phillies baseball. Bryce Harper hits that, like, that grand slam at the end of the game and he's running around like, yeah, with the helmet off, the hair flying. We're like we're watching this movie and I wanna cheer. Cause I think it was extra innings, it was a long day. Like, I just wanna cheer. And I'm like Alright, let's pack up. Like it's just like there's just no really about it, but
2: if if you really if you really wanna like be in, in, engulfed into how much I love that man, yeah, it's it was the bottom of the ninth. Yes. And we, we came back from five runs that game because our offense started to do nothing until the eighth and ninth inning, so.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <And> I, think, <laughs> I think they did a replay review at the end of it just to make sure something, like some time or something. I think they wanted to check something. Got but it. that's just, that's one of the moments where I'm like, I want to cheer, I want to, I can't always turn it off. Like, sometimes I just see something and I'm like, oh, yes, wonderful. But <laughs> I can't, I can't always turn it off. I try to, do it, but I can't always.
3: So does it make those like with your job and having to keep that straight face, does it make it a little bit less like an enjoyable for yourself or is it still just equally as as enjoyable?
1: Yeah. I love it. Because even though I'm not out in the field, like I'm still watching free baseball games. Yeah. Like I'm not even watching free baseball. I'm getting paid to watch baseball games. Like
4: mm-hmm.
1: like I, I absolutely love it. I, I love the people out on the ground. Yeah, like the team photographers are great. They're all with me and you know, there's just cool. There's cool stuff you can see when you're looking into the the, the, the dugouts too, because I can see directly into the third base or like, well, the away team's dugout. So like, so, there's stuff I'm seeing and hearing. <laughs> like, I'm like, ooh.
0: I was gonna let me, let me piggyback off that. So first, this is great because it's a basketball part to this question and and to Zach's question. So you see the movie like Mike, right? with like yeah. wow wow okay right so you know the part where they're like what's the best part about being in the nba and then he's like room service and he's like you pick up the phone you dial six right? Like, that whole thing so zach and i were talking a while and, and obviously as we hopefully grow the podcast and stuff we'll get credentialed to like go to, to some games and whatnot and he was asking me one time like what's it like like what's the difference right and i was trying to explain to that of course you know I, I suck at texting i text like books and like a thousand messages like, like in a row but but can you do a better job of explaining what's it like to be credentialed and like just how much different that is from like just going to the game as a fan if you've never done it before?
1: Oh yeah, um,
0: it's a very open-ended question. Yeah,
1: well, it's okay. So it's 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 at first it's really really cool, right? So like not only do you get to go to something that you would normally go to anyway, but you get to be. It's not even a front row seat. You get like you get to be like in there. Um, I I think I had a deep sense of this when I worked the I worked the draft. So it's like not only do you get to be there, like the draft is a really fun event. Like and, and when I did it in fair, there was a lot of really cool stuff that was going on. But like you get to be there, which is one thing, but then you get to walk to the part of it that's closed off and just nod at somebody, and walk through, and, like, you know, like, you just get to... It's the key of the club. Yeah, that's, what, that's exactly what it feels like, but, like, all your favorite sports people are there, you know? <laughs> like, it's, 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 like, extra fun, like, being in the Eagles Tunnel. Like, that, it's, it feels special. Like, it just feels special. It's something that you don't want to, like, you don't want to blow it and take it for granted, but you also want to, like... And you don't want to be too geeked out that like you can't do your job so you know it's like it's a special thing so you want to savor it in the moment but not be too you know you want to act like you've been there before but it's 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 really special and it's really special too when you can do that at other stadiums I think this year was my first year that I went to Heinz Field that place is really historic but you know it was my first time going and I just remember being like not only do I get to be here I get to be anywhere here really. Which is
0: you want history, lid. Sport. You got to go right, right here for a game. I
1: will make my way. I
3: football, as they say.
1: I will make my way.
3: That's another question I have for you, lid. So you've been doing some traveling. Is there one particular stadium to you that really sticks out the most, um, whether it be historical or just overall ambiance of the stadium?
1: Uh, Fenway.
3: Oh, I bet. That's on my list. I don't know if Kieran or Chad. If you've been there, but that's that's. I've been around it. My parents toured it.
1: Fenway, there's just something about. And you know, I'm just I'm not a Boston fan. I, I don't really have anything like. Oh no, we wouldn't have
0: you on this show if you weren't. It's alright. <laughs> just, just, so, we know that already.
4: <laughs> oh, so,
1: <laughs> I'm just. I okay. fan, so I grew up having to listen to him cheer for the Celtics. But I mean, but just going fun way. like. Seeing the teammate sign outside, I like took my pup. We took all these pictures outside. Like it, it's just, it's it's just something about it. It's just nice. I like it. That's cool. But I again, I haven't been to too many. I haven't been to too many, you know, stadiums. Um, I really enjoy PNC Park with the with the view because it's like it just opens up to the city and like Roberto
0: Clemente Bridge in the background.
1: It's beautiful. It's oh. great, beautiful.
0: Now, into that point, it's why I'm like looking at my notes here. Is there anything? It's weird with the Eagles today. It's been very. It's like going. It's almost like there's like the the winter formal and the couple broke up, and now there's like the the, the springtime prom, and it's now there's that like they everyone's there, but they're with their different things now, and it's like Carson Wentz has press conference today with the Eagle or with the Colts. I mean, and then the Eagles with High Roseman and Sirianni, they had theirs. But being around just the, the Eagles, like. I'm not asking you to be like, so what was going on with Carson Wentz? But like, I'm just going to almost just basically vaguely ask you like, what's your input on just what, ha- what happened in, in a very bizarre Eagle season in the past, the past year? Hmm. Um, <laughs> We're throwing the hard hitting questions now. I,
1: yeah, yeah. This is the one thing I will say about it. Cause uh, you know, no one's paying on me for my opinion, and also like i you know, I maybe know as much as the next Joe Schmo, right? But the game versus was it was it versus the Saints this year where Jalen Jalen Hurts started?
2: Yeah, and then we we beat we beat them without Drew Brees. Yeah,
1: right. Um, that day when Jalen Hurts started. The, the team was exciting. Like, in a way, I had been to all of the games prior. Fans, no fans, however you call it. Like, there was something about the way that he led the team. The way he wasn't, like... Like, like Carson's routine, who you there, comes out... Well, he gets there early. Comes out, he would warm up right by the end zone like on the far side of the Eagles tunnel. He'd warm up over there. He'd do his warm-ups. And pretty much he'd go back in. He wouldn't he wouldn't say too much to many people. He'd just kind of do his thing and go back in. Um, Jalen, Hur- Jalen Hurts is not like that. And, and the way that his team, um, when he was starting, rallied around him, there was a difference. It just seemed like there was a, there was a willingness to be like, oh, we like this guy. We want to play for this guy. Let's go have a game. Like, that's how it felt. Right? <laughs> that's, that's how it felt. Now, in all the games that I had worked prior to that, in this particular season, in the 2020 pandemic season, it hadn't felt that way. Like, he was, Hurts was standing outside of the Eagles' tunnel while Zach Ertz and the tight ends and the defense was coming onto the field. He's, he's standing there like, what us scale guys?" Like, I've got to go over it. He's like, that's scary, he's cheering them on, you know. Corey where would cry him and they're like, "There's excitement there." Um, it's just that's just not the way it was when Carson was. So I just think that there was a difference in the way that he related really to team Just from what I see oh, I love it, but that's, yeah. that's that's such
0: a, like that's a real take, right? That's not like, oh, well, I heard from somebody that was around the, yeah. the the building. Like you're actually in the building. Like <laughs> that's, I mean, I think that's a real take.
1: But I, I think he cared. I think he had an opportunity to you know, when they when they brought in a a younger quarterback, I think he had an opportunity to ball out to be like, No, you don't need him, you use me. he had an opportunity to do that, I don't think he did. And I just think there are certain things that are telling. Um I think he loved the team. I think he you know, was like I think he got along with everybody. Um but I just he
0: just didn't have it. And that's one of our buddies Ryan will say in the chat. He just didn't have that it factor that will just take him over the edge. And that's what Joe was even saying, too. You we know, were talking about, like, like he's not going to be the guy that beats Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game. Maybe uh-huh. if he does, it'll be a divisional round game where he does it, and then they'll get axed in the AFC Championship kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Oh the thing did good things for him though with Indianapolis.
0: And the chat loved that perspective by the way. And we I yeah, PA Highlights, yo. Little Shout out to them too. <laughs> on the chat. Um yeah. but no but that but that's one thing that someone in the Twitch chat was saying to so that's it's just a great perspective, Lynn. I mean it's, I think it's just really cool just to hear it from, from that angle.
1: Yeah. I mean it was my job to capture everything, you know, like it was my job to be at the games to capture big moments for the like for the NFL, for their social teams, and it's just even when I go back and I'm looking at footage that I, t- I took, you can visibly see that. And it's not stuff that would make the broadcast because it's before the broadcast starts. It's warm-ups. It's pregame. It's, and that's when we're like supposed to be shooting. Like That's our busiest time. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's just stuff that is little stuff, for sure.
2: And Just to tie that together, there was a moment um, before the NFC Championship game a couple of years ago. Um, that, I mean, it's not widely talked about, but if you talk to some people that were there, um, the, the entire team in warmups was, was just geeking out to, um, it's a Cardi B song. Um, I just, it's escaping me right now. Anyway, they are just dancing to a Cardi B song and like, people are like, yeah, like we knew we were going to win like right then, like before the game started, just the entire team was, was just loose, ready to go. Um, so that that kind of stuff can happen in sports, where you you might be a good team or a bad team, but just the way that all the players are interacting on that given day will just make them play better or worse. So yeah, it's a, it's a very unique perspective, and and really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I I think he's a good dude. I think he's you know I think he's I think he's a good teammate. Yeah, good player. You Don't look at this far without being that, but I just you know right fit maybe maybe not you know.
0: And it's funny, I saw in the chat I was just asking, like, where would you want to cover a game? So Fenway Park. See, so look at that. See, so, you know, I got I guess, you know, guys covered here. I
1: gotta know.
0: So I've actually is been you... a, I've been around for a minute. So so yeah. I want to see all the major league ballparks. So I'm at 14 or 15. I was supposed to see the Reds and the Giants before the pandemic last year, but I feel I went to Wrigley with my dad. I feel like that's just like that trip in itself is just kind of like in a hall of fame of its own. But Target feel to me is like my sleeper MLB stadium where the twins play. It's like pretty cool. There's like bars and stuff like around. And it's it's like minor league prices for like food. I remember I got hot dog chips, a water, and a beer for under 10 bucks. And I was like, oh my God. Wow. Yeah. It was like it just it, it just just like a good vibe. They had cool giveaways and stuff promotionally. So that and Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City and, and Arrowhead. Both of those are really cool. Uh, All right. So if you'll have three. <laughs> so really
4: think,
3: just go to Kansas City. That's probably that's my recommendation.
4: Go ahead,
3: Yeah, so for me, it, it's, it's close between Lambeau and the Bills uh, Stadium but I probably get the bells. I probably say it. I, no, I <laughs> it's just because of the atmosphere, just because of the atmosphere up there. Oh,
0: Liv, You got to hear Zach's tales about this. This is like <laughs> grade a storytelling. <laughs> but but I, I,
1: remember, I loved watching them play this year. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm open to listen.
3: Yeah. So the, the fan base just isn't is insane. Like Bill's mafia is, is for real. Like they're just another breed. This is how passionate they are. And, uh, like, I saw a grown man wearing a uh, nothing but an American flag thong running and jumping onto a table. And, and it was 20 degrees, this game. It was a cold, it was a very cold game.
4: Oh, no. I,
3: uh, free we, bills being good, too. This is, this is like two years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we parked in a lot called the Mud Lot. And it was all muddy, as you would imagine. That was the only place we could park. And there's a guy like dancing around and belly flops into this mud pit. Like it, it was just the first thing I saw. And then I see the mud pit, <laughs> and then I see the the you know, the guy the thong with the, breaking a table. And then we're in line getting in, and there's people like fully muddy, like broken hands, like from jumping on tables. It was just it's just insane. Like in a good really way. It. It's, it's just crazy. What? Yeah, it's just it was wild. So but I think I give I give the edge to Lambo just because of the history and just because of the cheese and the beer. I mean, come on, it's delicious. So it's it's a good time.
2: Liv, anytime you want, like we can go up there. It's a good time. Okay, all okay. right. <laughs> and then mine, um, I I share. I think I share this with my dad, which is kind of cool, but just for different reasons. Is the uh, the old Yankee Stadium? Um, we went to a game out there when I was a little bit younger. And the reason I liked it so much is just, like, it, the old Yankee Stadium quite literally had about 10% of the best baseball players of all time have their home games played there. So, like, at least 81 games a year, like, the top 10% of the MLB had their home games played there. So, there's just so many people that, that, that walk those, those grounds. So, I thought it was awesome. Um, and then his is just hilarious. So, he's a big Twizzlers fan. Okay. Like, obsessed with Twizzlers. Okay. Yankee, Yankee Stadium. You the Are they, this? Yeah, yeah. No, the old Yankee Stadium is the only ballpark stadium, whatever you want, to have Twizzlers be sold like peanuts or like anything like just like walk they were walking around with Twizzlers and my dad got a kick out of it and like he'll still tell that story, like wow, know, Twizzlers that's from the old Yankee Stadium.
1: That's fantastic.
2: That's really cool. <laughs>
1: that's fantastic. Wait, what was the question in the chat? I don't think I answered it. I started talking to you all.
0: <laughs> so they were asking, um, I think they they're just asking, like, which stadium if you could pick one. So I know you were saying Fenway earlier. Yeah, I mean. Is there any other ones? Yeah, Fenway? Yeah, you
1: have her or, like, that I would want to work yeah, at. Yeah, if,
0: if distance wasn't a thing, you can just really pick any any stadium, any of the four sports that you could cover a game at. Ah. And also, I'll even give you this. You can set the stage to e- everything about it. It's, it's oh, a complete free, cool. free sketch, <laughs> freestyle. Uh,
1: well, I want to visit, I do want to visit Wrigley. I think Wrigley, we're talking so baseball, cool. but, like, Wrigley would be really cool. And I also think, what do Rockies play? I'll be nice. Oh my God. Where, you where <laughs> I feel like I want to, like, I want to go there. I want to check that out.
2: Have, um, have have like two beers less than than you can actually take. Yeah it's, Karen, <laughs> Karen will tell you about that one. Ah, yeah, yeah, we man. told this
0: story on the show before Liv. this was this was um, so we go to brunch. So we we, we uh, a few of us took a trip out to Denver and what we did was the Friday night we went to the Red Rocks. Saturday, we went to the Rockies and hiked. Sunday, we were going to a Rockies game. And then Monday, we were going to the Broncos Chiefs Monday Night Football game at the Broncos Stadium just to kind of, you know, wrap the whole, whole thing into a trip. So we go to brunch before uh, the Rockies game is bottomless brunch. And yes, apparently something with the altitude with, you know, <laughs> give alcoholic beverages. It sneaks up on you folks. So just, you know, just word of advice. I, I've known, I mean, people have mentioned that, but I didn't really actually, like, I just thought maybe breathing wise, like it was tougher like going up a flight of steps. But like I didn't actually think like drinking would 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 impact it with the altitude. But anyway, so you know, we're feeling pretty good. And yeah, it was it was a day. So we had um oh my god, our one friend had a bet that he put in for all of us where it was uh the runs had to be scored in the first inning of this game. So, you know, we get there and $3 Coors Lights also before the game at the Rocky Stadium, too. So, so, <laughs> that's a fun match. So, yeah, they, so, so the, the game starts, we're in the, I'll never forget this, so they're playing the Nationals, the Bryce Harpers last year there, and they go up, and I'll never forget they had bases loaded, nobody out, and they strike out, strike out, fly out, and we're just like, Oh my God! There it was. Like that, we had to get just a run there. So there goes the bottom of the, of the first. So we're just like, okay, you know, maybe maybe have one more shot. So the Rockies have second and third with nobody out, mm. and we're just like, oh my God! All right, like come on, just get him in! Like here we go! Like we let this to hit. Strike out! Strike out! We're just
4: like, oh, oh my God! And then
0: like obviously after having a brunch like this, it's it's an emotional time for all of us, and. and uh, I'll never forget Nolan Arenado just comes up. And I'll, I I oh. remember looking down, just thinking, like, God that damn it. And, and just hearing, and I just remember seeing this ball just fly. And, like, people nine rows past the outfield just stand up to catch it. And, like, I just remember picking up my roommate, Joe G, and hugging him, just <laughs> screaming. And we're just, like, high-fiving everyone in the, in the outfield. Like, like we were Rockies fans. And people probably thought we were nuts. But um, thinking that we'd never seen a baseball game before. But, yeah, there's my course Field story there. <laughs>
1: That's fantastic.
0: That is fantastic. Oh God! But go, yeah. It's a good time.
1: Yeah, if, if I can handle the altitude.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's insane.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my God! Well, so let me ask us. So do we do we want to do a little March Madness chat real quick before we before we wrap things up? Sure. So we got the playing games tonight for on the on the men's side. So, well, let me ask us on. I'll give you the men's and the women's side. Who do you think is going to win this year, and why? <sighs>
1: I honestly have no idea.
0: <laughs> like, I feel it been tough watching the games this year with everything. I mean, it's different, right? With, like, no fans yeah. in the stands and stuff. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. March Madness is 100% about the experience. And it was usually, like, my favorite thing to watch with my dad. Like, that's what we watch. Like, that's what we can agree on. Like, we have different teams in everything. Like, he does soccer <laughs> I do. I used to do Dwayne Wade wherever he was. And now I don't know where I'm at with basketball. Um, I do eagles. He does dolphins. Like it, it doesn't make really <laughs> sense, but I, I got mean, like, <laughs> right? Yeah, but um, yeah, I, like one year, the dance is so beautiful because anything could happen. That's what it's about. that's the joy about it. I have no idea who's gonna win. I feel like I need to hear y'all picks first.
0: <laughs> so you know, it's kind of cool. I, you you might like this story. I actually was at Gonzaga's campus two summers ago. Okay. So I had to go out there for meetings, so I snuck into their arena and stuff. I, I acted oh, like I was like, because I had my business stuff on. So exactly. I worked in there and slipped right in, and it's cool. It's I mean, Spokane's it's a small town, but I, I think they're gonna win. That's why I brought him up. But I think I think Gonzaga's gonna take. I think this is the year they bring it home.
4: Hmm.
3: Hmm. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. For our bracket, I I took Gonzaga as well, just because I figure if there's any year that Gonzaga is finally gonna do it, why wouldn't it be 2020, 2021? Yeah, so. I just think the stars are gonna align for them and uh, I do like Arkansas though as a number three seed that can make Our Kansas, play. baby? <laughs> Shout out to Cole.
2: <laughs> Shout out to Cole. I, I, have, I right. have a pick that nobody's got. I got Texas. Texas has no judgment
0: lose in the first round.
2: Nope, they got good guards, Karen. This is how you win the NCAA tournament. You have good guards. I have a hot take. That's <laughs> Georgetown is going to be
3: the U- Kemba's UConn and make a run. Wow, Georgetown. Who's the <laughs> <B's>. the, Kemba <laughs> the team, though? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So that's the pro- that's I would the love to see it with
2: them. They're, they're best be asset, their best asset is their head coach. I
0: know, I know. <laughs> Pat's got the magic.
4: <laughs>
2: now, you
0: pumped to watch the games this weekend, just all across the board? Let I me mean, because it's been a minute late. We lost the last year. It's probably, I mean, it's, you know, it's, we're not in you it know, as much. I mean, do you remember that back in the day, too? Just going through that experience. Let me actually ask you that. Just going through from the women's perspective, going through like the tournament, and trying to qualify, and like all of that. What was it like as a walk on?
1: Yeah, well, we never did in the years, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't really speak to that. But I think we. I mean, it was a it was a nit the WNIT. We played in my first year, and I feel like we were snubbed the first year because we were actually really pretty good. Oh my god! Year. Yeah. Um, the rest of the years, yes, Brian deserved the nit, WIT, for sure. Um, but that that grind is is something something else. That grind is something else. Getting ready for like you know tournament play. That's and especially after conference play, it's it's that's a that's a big grind. <laughs>
2: so here's, here's, I got a question for both of you. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I one? I, I I don't know if you know this, but I went to LaSalle um and I know exactly. <laughs> but so going to all those big five games, like I would just be watching the temple student section, and I just feel like there's no way you can get that YMCA, whatever the the hell it is, like where you guys Chief are just going. Like, yeah, uh, that,
4: yeah, yeah. I I c- you the y-
2: Oh yeah! <laughs> it is literally like a two-minute chant where you're you're just the hands are going all over the place. So it's like, do you still have that memorized? Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, we're uh, going to like sing
1: it. <laughs> I just ruined it. But yeah, they judge people if they know if the hawk will never die. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, but the
0: hey, hawk will never die. Fire and the yeah. Although I did, I honestly didn't know until after graduation that it was. I just was like, yeah, like I didn't realize university was was the word. So I kind of was just like, I skimmed through that part when I was a kid. Oh, god, in college. Man. I know it's not
2: good. It's confession time. Yeah.
4: Oh man.
0: Oh my god. Sorry. The,
2: the hand the hand motions just got me every time. It just looked like people were having seizures in the crowd. <laughs>
0: Well, that's because there was like twelve people, you know, in the football <laughs> game crowd. That's that's that it never helped.
1: Yeah, unless it was homecoming, nobody was going to be there.
0: No, and <laughs> even that, and that, I, I it's fine. I was going to say, what do you think about the American Conference? But that's like I feel a story for another day. I know it's not fun. That's that's a, you know, our, we were talking about that the other day. It's not it's not a fun conference.
1: They did they take uh, UConn out of it because we, UConn didn't want to. What was it? UConn didn't want to give up something. It was like a broadcast thing.
0: Oh, really? So they're phasing out? Yeah. Oh. yeah I,
1: think, I think UConn is out of it, at least for women's basketball. I, I didn't think they wanted to.
0: Something uh, it I might actually- just be for that, just because like, they know they're bigger than that. <laughs> like, they don't have to play like
1: Tulane.
0: <laughs> I remember that. I remember thinking, like, come on, girls. Like, maybe they compete, and then I'd, like, look at the box. Well, it wasn't this year. Last year, I remember seeing they were, like, tied at the, at the end of the first quarter. I'm like... Oh, and then it was just like, and I looked at the third and I'm like, oh. I'm
1: yeah, yeah. But, you like that.
0: <laughs> Oh my God. Um, well, do so, you guys have any other questions? I was going to say I have one more, but... No, I'm good. I go away.
1: I'm scared. You got one final like no,
0: So I'm curious, with all the, all the re- replays, things you've seen in the game, if there's one rule change you feel like just that you've seen just continuously, like they need to fix this, what would it be?
1: Yes. Yes. I've been waiting for Taylor to answer this question. What about no, baseball? I so always these got it on the high note. Put everything in baseball. These just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. um. This is, I mean, it's just like, this is like throw a wish up, like <laughs> wishful thinking. <laughs> what I wish would happen. Is that the question?
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. genie the okay. bottle.
1: I wish. That they play baseball a lot, like they did, like back in the day. I wish you just got to really face like one pitcher, like just, just get a pitcher out there and let him throw the ball burn it—not burn his arm out, okay. But like you know what I mean, like just like, throw nine it. innings
0: and like not <laughs> no. be scared to make it happen. No. Oh, I love ch- Chad smiling.
2: Kidding. Yeah.
1: Like, just. Get- Like the pitchers,
2: this mentality, like get stronger, like go play a game. Like, no, it's not, it's not that's the the damn problem. It's not the pitchers that that can't be strong enough to go pitch the game, it's these guys in suits that went to Ivy League schools that now know how to use a calculator and and think that pitchers can only pitch four innings at a time to be successful. And we end up just having no successful pitching in the entire league, and the hitters do that everything. That is true. So. You look
0: at Gabe Kapler, the amount of times he takes Aaron Nola out, where it's like, oh, Aaron Knoll is at like 82 pitches, and he's got like nine strikeouts. And it's like <laughs> Gabe Kapler's like, oh, no, but we want to do a double switch. It looks like that's the right <laughs> time to do it. It's like...
1: <laughs> you know, a lot of people complain about the pitch of the game. That's part of it. So we're not... We don't have to switch in every reliever now, right? Yeah. Yep. like... Uh, there's something about the respect of just like you gotta face the pitcher, you gotta face the pitcher. Um, I enjoy so right now with the, the designated hitter, I actually enjoy watching pitchers hit. So like you know many people are kind of up in arms about that. I enjoy watching pitchers like go up and you know I, I find it really cool when they can do stuff like that. Like when you get a this is not a very good example, but like when you get like a Vince Velasquez, mm. right? He can hit, but he mm. can also he you know, can pitch. Um, and I remember his, like, first game when he had, like, 16 strikeouts or 17 strikeouts, something like that. Like, he could play. That,
2: you know? that feels like a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: It wasn't that long ago, am I right? <laughs> but I just, I wish that the, you know, it has become a little bit of a money ball situation, like you're saying, Chad, where, like, you know, there's some math to it, I guess. Um, and I know a lot, a lot more people who play baseball, like, know more about it than me. But I just wish that, like, if fans complain so much about the pace of the game. Like, just let the pitcher pitch. You know? like let's just let's get through it. Let the batters uh, stay There's in the top. No people out let's there, pro- let my, them play.
2: My main problem with the with just like why I keep saying like you know people in suits and numbers is you you cannot put into a ma- mathematical equation. When another team messes up a bunt coverage and you end up having a guy that was supposed to be out at second base now at third base and you have second and third with no outs, as opposed to like legitimately having a guy ground and do a double play just because you think that he has to swing the bat instead of laying down a bunt, like you, it's it, it yeah. is astronomically insane to me that that people think that this can be determined by strictly numbers. Yeah, so. I mean. You got me to the rant. There you go. That's that's a great way.
1: To... <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I wish would change in baseball. Um, I, I actually think that the replay should stay because there are calls that are just they're a little outrageous, and I think <laughs> I think too that sometimes the strike zone should be automated.
0: Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Not
1: to say that. I don't. I want to get rid of ums because we need to. Human- you got to so- keep the human error. Like, what, anyone
0: that says you got to keep the human error in the game, that just to me is. You want mistakes? The like, the why, po- why, what does, yeah, like, why do the mistakes like turn you on? Like, that's like, like
2: <laughs> just make it robotic. Like, look at tennis. Like, it, it works. But think about this. Like, nobody understands this unless you've played the game or been around the game long enough is half the time when these umps are making horrible calls behind the plate it's like yeah it's their job they should be they should be better at it but it's not like when you have a guy out there throwing 84 to 87 and then the reliever comes out of the bullpen chucking 102 to 105 like that that is it's not like just like a normal yeah. difference, like that ball is coming in fast. Like, yeah, is. <laughs> so, trying to see the difference between 87 and 102, and then in a split to de- second, split s- decision, second, God, I can't get that out. Split uh, second, split, yeah, you know, that is yeah, soft, split, wow. split second decision. There we go. Um, To say strike <laughs> the ball, like that, just it's not the easiest thing in the world. So, having an automation in, in that regard would not be the worst thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, not not for the whole thing. I feel like I feel like you could still keep the umpire there, but like if he gets it wrong, there there should be some way to be like, all right, we're not. That's like that's obtuse. That's obtusely incorrect. Yeah.
4: Well, you know,
1: like, if you're off yeah. by some error, like cool. But like if you're off by like w- like more than you, then I feel like there should be a way to be like, oh no, no, recall that.
2: Yeah.
0: I love it. Well, this just fun. Like, we gotta get you back on, especially when the season starts and like everything's rolling around and stuff like okay. that. What's what, what are you working on next?
1: Um, right now, this is odd. This is an interesting question. Right now, because I've been so involved in video and film and stuff, um, I'm putting out my first feature film about awesome. my experience as a walk on. It's called Walking On. Oh um, my it's god! It's but it is fictional. Um, so I'm putting out a movie in the next it should be like the trailer should be out next week and then and if, like, there, people follow yeah. you on
0: instagram and stuff can is that probably the best spot to to kind of get updates on it
1: yeah absolutely oh wait was i supposed to give out my list <laughs> oh, no, 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 so i actually
0: pulled up the handle already for you so, so it's oh, yeah. underscore lid two. so you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah look at this oh, i still got it um oh my god so yeah so that's that's awesome though so and, and, and where can everyone
1: see it? you said um, well, it's, I have an Instagram page for her, which is, uh, I think it's at walking on official. Um, yeah. it's not available to the public yet. It, it'll be coming out soon. It's going to go through some festivals first. Nice. That's yeah. Awesome. That's
0: really good.
1: I love it. You know, I got to keep it multifaceted. Yeah. yeah? do get bored doing one thing. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> so it's a basketball movie. So it's, it's it was a lot of fun. Well, that's it. That's be, we'll wipe it up on our social out.
0: media circuits when uh, when it comes out. And to that point, speaking of ours, uh, we'll pull up real quick for everyone. So if you can't watch the video episodes here of Living Room Sports Talk, you always check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Um, for all those cool audio episodes, and check us out on social media as well, at underscore get sidetracked on Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. Uh, and then check us out on the, the website, www.get-sidetracked.com. And my first of the four picks tonight were wrong. Uh so that's that's a good start folks yeah this is yeah I, is anyone Alexa what's the score in the drake game So she's speaking very low, but I heard Wichita State was winning. So that's not good. And it's at halftime. So, uh, all right. But anyway, nevertheless, all right. And, and, you know, go back to the video stuff. If you want to check us out on Twitch, uh, follow to the heart to the left, uh, subscribe to the right. And then, by the way, we got to get you in our bracket before it closes tomorrow. So we're hyping it up. We have a March, the first ever March Madness bracket uh, here with Sidetrack. And it's fun. So all people have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, which I'll pull up the video there do a little demo for people so they can see it um and we got $100 gift card uh, $100 Amazon gift card for the winner $10 for per winner and like the rounds and stuff and then we have a Bob Knight signed Looney Tunes photo uh, this thing's like the real deal oh yeah I'm not even kidding it was through Chad's work through Hunt Auctions um so we actually have an autograph Bob Knight pick so yeah so everyone jump in like I said before uh the bracket closes tomorrow before all the games uh yeah no but this was a lot of fun like we seriously this was I mean I'm just hearing all these different stories it was just so cool hearing uh the ins and outs and just you know just all like, all of it I mean and just just chit chatting again it's been a bit since we talked
1: yeah that was a lot of fun I had a lot of fun like learning random things about you guys oh my <laughs> god, god. Like, I
0: know <laughs> yeah that's it's, it's, it's buy and beware with that right
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm here for it though I absolutely enjoy all
0: of it uh, we'll have to have you back for sure.
1: Sweet, but I'd
0: love to be back. Awesome. Well, we want to thank everyone uh, for checking out the show. So we'll be back on the air. Well, So here's the thing. We got to, we'll, we'll have a discussion about this, guys. What are we feeling? Should we do a show on Monday uh, with the tournament games? We should almost feel like we should do like we'll, – we'll, we'll do all the social media stuff. We'll release what? what's going on with that, and then we'll we'll, we'll announce it. For the world. It gives everyone a reason to follow us on social media. We could,
2: uh, we, could, pro- we, could, uh, we could throw it back to where we were right at the moment that everything went to – Went to went to shit last year. Did you Dude, see Bernie it,
0: Gobert's going to die?
2: Like, oh, my God, what a world that was a
0: year ago. All together in the same living room? Jazz, OKC, I know. We had, like, the, the couch, like, all together. We're like, here we are
1: restraining. Yeah,
2: it
0: was, it was a year ago, Lynn. What a time
2: to be alive.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, what a time indeed. I was at a 6 game.
2: Oh, yeah, that controversial <laughs> Sixers one, game.
1: That last one? Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. It's probably weird.
1: <laughs> so obviously i said go for it on monday
0: <laughs> i like it yeah you know yeah, we'll get the we'll get the vibes back so yeah. we're back in the living room uh at seven o'clock on monday but perfect everyone has a great weekend and uh enjoys the games and we'll see everyone in the living room uh, monday
4: uh, i was i was close almost had a good delivery at the end there but we'll see everyone-